Greetings, this is Arvette, and we are back today with Debbie Ayers on today's episode of Questions, 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 Part 3. And Debbie, actually, one of my best friends, um, is the question queen. And so I thought it would be a great idea to have her come on the show, ask questions, and hopefully through the questions that she's asking, that it will help to clarify any questions that you all might have, too. So, Debbie. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. Thank you so much. Let's see. What questions do you have for us today? Okay. Today, um, what I'd like to ask about, to have you elucidate a little bit more for me, is about intuition and listening to our intuition. Um, <laughs> I always have to pose the things to you. <laughs> well, they trip me up, so. <laughs> um, I, what my question to you is, like, what do you do? I, my intuition tells me very, very clearly when something bad is going to happen. And I don't know what to do with that, like how to respond to that. And normally I sit with it. But how do you handle that? Or So if you sit with it, what happens? Um, I try to come to grips with some sort of acceptance um, because it is so clear. It is so clear. And usually it is along with the thought, there's nothing you can do about it. There's, you know, my desire, my my inclination is, you know, how can I manipulate the situation in some way? But I'm usually not clear enough to know. And that second thought follows. This is going to happen. And I usually take it as prepare yourself. Just prepare. Well, that's really interesting. I've never um, had intuition speak to me in that way before. Um, And I think in the teachings that I'm aware of, they would not indicate that intuition would do that. because there is nothing that's already for sure. Like everything is still, in any moment, anything could change. So it, you could, things can be set in motion. Like it looks like it's a high probability that this thing is about to happen, but anything could change to take that right mm-hmm. off of gear. So for your intuition to say, that this is going to happen and there is nothing you can do about it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't address that um, appropriately. I think typically, um, a, a lot of times when people talk about intuition, it makes me cringe a little bit mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't know the difference between their own, the, like their voice and then their higher guidance voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and people think that they're listening to their higher guidance when really it's themselves that's thinking this and telling them this. Um, 
so a lot yeah a lot of times when people say I follow your gut yes like I follow my gut mm-hmm. in a sense because I'm I've learned the difference between what limited our vet <laughs> is likely to put out there in my expanded version of myself and so because I know the difference because I practice hearing it diff- hearing the different voices enough where I know which one is me and which one is that you know which one is the expanded version that's connected to this you know that mm-hmm. knows what's going on um, like I'm, I get it when people say follow your gut but I think um, at the same time a lot of us are following the patterns of behaviors that we're used to and based on those patterns we're creating a situation and then following from that situation that we created. But we always have the option of creating a different situation. I'm very clear on that. I know that when I've gotten these feelings or this knowledge, for me it's an absolute knowing, my automatic reaction is it's almost a frenzy. Like, no, 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 this, no. <laughs> like, and I run through the list of things that I could do differently to alter this thing. And, um, yeah, and there's this, hmm. <laughs> and I don't know if that's my own self-limitations at that point, um, but I've, I have acted in frenzied fashion. Mm-hmm after having heard this is about to happen. And so because I have this experience in my life, like if somebody else was telling me this, I'd be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> For real. <laughs> but this is this is a something that happens in my life, right? So if there's a big storm, a tornado, a hurricane, something that has the potential to do down trees and power lines and um, rip roofs off houses, flip car, those types of things, my mother will start with each one of her kids and put a protective bubble around them and then spread it from their house to as far as she has time to do. Let me just tell you, we're always spared. We might, we might lose a little power. So one day, I was, well, if you, I know you're from Richmond, you know the Richmond area, but let's just say some people probably don't, but let's just put it this way. I was on my way to school, and I was maybe like, three block, half a quarter mile from my school. And I had heard the thing on the radio saying, take cover now. <laughs> Tornado in the area. <laughs> Seek shelter immediately. <laughs> but I was like, well, I'm almost at school. So I continued on to school. Get to a certain part. And the tornado hits. Boom. And it is crazy. Like, it is crazy. But I'm just in my car, and of course, I'm trying to call my husband, but there's no, you know, there's no lines getting out or anything like that, and you just, you just had to be right there, right? Like, the rain, it was just like, 
the scariest few moments of my life, right? And um, eventually it passed, and I drove on to school, and whole school, like, trees were everywhere, water was so high, no power, that type of thing. So I tried calling home, can't get call home. So anyway, I make my way back out, and I try to get home. I can't get home because trees are down everywhere. I, when I, as I get closer to my neighborhood, I can't find any way in. So I'm, like, trying to go this way, that cannot find any way into my neighborhood and I have to get out of my car and walk. Get to my street, to my block, not a drop of rain. Not one drop. I go in the house. I'm telling my husband, oh my God, oh my God, this is, he's like, huh? It was a storm? The whole neighborhood is demolished except for my block. And she does this. This is what she does. So, And I tell that story to say, I don't believe that it's inevitable. Like, it may look like that's what's going to happen. But we have the power to alter what is inevitable. Yeah, I'm going to um, chew on that one <laughs> mentally for a while. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Um, I was enjoying the episodes with you and Scott and your discussions. And there was something in there that really struck me. And it was about forgiveness. So I kind of, um, and Scott with the Course on Miracles, you know, I think, please correct me if I'm wrong, that his position was there's never anything to forgive. Um, but... My question to that would be, how do you handle the hurt? And I know you, and I think you guys touched on that a bit, and I think the response is you change the way you think about the hurt. But um, that didn't do it for me. Right. So I don't really think he was saying per se change how, in a way it is change how you think about the hurt, um, but it's realizing who you really are. So if you realize who you really are, if you realize you're connected to source, you're part of the source of all that is, and that each and every one of us is too, and there's nothing that can happen that's wrong. Like, everything is right. And so when you look at it from that perspective, like this is another child of God, or this is another part of source, another extension of source that is here to help me learn something about myself, help help in the expansion of the universe, so to speak, because every action, every time we learn something new, every time we're able to, um, let's say, be more compassionate or um, learn how to appreciate at a greater level, those types of things, everything that we do is helping to expand the universe. And so as these people who are hurting us, it they are hurting our physical, so to speak. They're hurting who we show up as in the physical. But in the spirit world, they're not. They're like helping to expand the universe. They're helping us to expand ourselves and that type of thing. So it's like, um, it's kind of the same principle because a lot of times if people are having difficulty, let's say if you have this meeting to go in to tomorrow and you're just like oh my gosh I know it's just going to be 
a mess up in there. It's going to get ugly. So you can, in advance, send your energy to those people. Um, and in what you're doing is actually recognizing that there's a part of them that's eternal, just like you, and, and that you are actually the same. You're one and the same. You're not different. You're the same. And I don't mean the same, like, similar. I mean, you're the same. And so when you call attention to that, when you tap on their door saying, I'm sending you love, I'm lo it's like they can feel that tap. And then it causes them to remember too. Like maybe not consciously, but then they'll remember, we're in this together. This, And it changes the outcome of the meeting. And so that's kind of the same principle that Scott is talking about. When you remember the truth of who you are, then there really is nothing to forgive. I'm still at the hurt. I'm still there. So even in conceptualizing that this is something that's taking place in order for growth, in order for growth to happen, and um, it's always as it should be. I wouldn't use the word should. Okay. That it's always okay. Okay. You can't make a mistake. That there are no mistakes. Does that mean that we necessarily have to go through pain at some point? I, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the whole thing that... Um, I've been saying about the whole idea of struggle, like, mm -hmm. for what? Like, why did we create that, the need to struggle? I don't need it. Like, <laughs> I can do without it. So I'd rather things just be easy. And so that's how I want to project into my future. Like, this is easy. These things are happening easily. Um, no real effort on my part. Now, there is a, I think there is a part of us that likes the whole ideal of um, challenge and feeling like you're growing and, you know, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, because I guess if everything was just handed to you on a silver platter, it might be a little boring. Um, so I think there well, is I some... I deal with that boring. <laughs> I think there is some element... <laughs> But I think we go overboard in terms of, like, we got to fight for every little thing, every little thing. And I'm just like, for what? Like, for what? i just rather envision it the way I want it to be, hold that in terms of, of a loving, do it lovingly. And I think a lot of times when we are thinking of what we want or we think we're thinking about what, we're, what we want, we're really thinking about what we don't want. And so we're introducing that vibration so it's not a clean vibration. So if I'm sitting around thinking, I don't want to be poor, I don't want to be in pain, or, you know, I don't want to be alone. And you're saying, you might be saying the right word of, I want to be abundant. But you're thinking about the lack. Mm -hmm. So... You can't just say the words. You have to feel the feeling. So you have to make sure you're feeling abundant. Like you're feeling love and you're feeling, you know, energy. And you have to feel the health. It's not just the words. So you're offering that into your vibration. 
And so I think you were asking about hurt. I have I haven't settled that as of yet either. Um, in terms of okay, we get this non physical part. <laughs> okay, but physically I'm hurt. <laughs> physically, and most of the times. Like, I can even understand the emotional part, like, in terms of, you know, thinking about it differently emotionally. Mm-hmm. Because if you change how you're thinking about it, it, you will, the hurt will dissipate. Right. But if you're actually physically <laughs> hurt, then that, to me, that's a little different. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, you know, someone broke your arm like okay now my arm hurts like I, I don't hold you harm you know I, I hold you harmless but my mm-hmm. arm still hurts right so what it's nothing to forgive <laughs> but I need a cat right like, <laughs> even though the uh you know if you study this or whatever um Supposedly, if your energy is clear and if you don't, if you've been able to remove the blocks and stuff, you will also remove the pain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I haven't met those people yet. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know them. So I can't pick their brain. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Let me see. What other questions do I have? Hmm. This is something we were discussing way back in the day. <laughs> and the note that I made was, um, is it just enough to know there are hidden motivations, acknowledge they exist, and accept their influence, and that they may always remain hidden? Put that in some context, right? (laughs) Um, So I guess the question that I have there is um, lean into thy own understanding. There's just so much stuff that, like, I I don't understand, and I'm never going to understand. Does it become okay, or at what point it becomes okay to just be like, you know what? I just know it's going to be okay. I don't need to understand it, which is a real difficult one for me. <laughs> like, like I don't know if I'm ever going to. When, when do I not need to, I guess? Is that something that I have to decide for me? So, again, see, you guys, Debbie is left-handed. <laughs> So a lot of times, I don't know what she's talking about. So I just have to feel my way around. So I don't know what you ask me. So from my perspective, you don't ever have to understand. Like, I'm not even clear on, like, why do you feel like you have to understand? Like, I, I have to visualize, I have to understand in order to effectuate. Okay, understand what? I have to understand. Like, I'll run through a whole lot of scenarios. For example, um, let's say, um, 
<laughs> this is I love this example. Way back in the day, you and I went to a job fair together, and um, I turned in a resume, and the lady said, "Oh, you have to be a college graduate in order to get this job." And I said, "Okay." And um, I asked her another question about the job. And I believe her response was, you have to be a college graduate to get this job. Um, I walked away. You and I both walked away with entirely different reactions to that situation. And I can remember thinking, oh, I don't know what that lady, you know, she might have had a bad day. She ain't had a coffee. Like, I'm coming up with all of these reasons why this scenario took place the way it did. Um, I'm I'm. And I get to the point where I say, I really don't know what her issue is. So that's what I mean about like, I have to understand at some point. I have to satisfy myself, okay, there are 10,000 scenarios that could have been taking place here. These things, there are reasons why this just happened the way it did. And, okay, does that make any more sense? <laughs> no, because to me, what you just said was you have to understand, but that was a situation, an example of when you didn't have to understand. Yeah, the, I'm never going to get the answer from that lady. Why are you behaving in such a way that you're behaving? So I have to come to a point of I'm not really going to know. Right. So that's that's how we opened is you say why or when do you not have to understand? Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, why do you ever have to understand? And because that situation, the way you responded to it, that is the better way to respond versus how I responded <laughs> to it. it was like, no, she's a racist. <laughs> and she think just because you are you that you don't have a college degree. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm all in a tissy. <laughs> and you just happy-go-lucky. Well, whose vibration do I want to match up more of what I was experiencing? Do I want to match up, bring more situations where people are ignoring me or not giving me a chance or the time of day because they perceive me to not be a college graduate? Or do I want more situations where I'm walking away just as happy as a lock and later for you, but let me go find a job that is perfect for me? So with you, the way you handle that, the way you conceptualize it, is the way I would suggest to conceptualize any situation because you don't know. And even, you know, even if she could have told you the reason why, that still might not have been the reason why Mm -hmm. because she could tell you a story or whatever. So basically, we're making up other people's motivations all the time anyway. We just made it up. I I made up that story. I don't know why that lady did. I just made it up. And I chose to make up a story that made me feel bad. So why do that? Why choose a story that makes you feel bad? If you're going to make it up anyway, just make up one that makes you feel great. Make up one where you're the, the hero <laughs> in the story because your whole thing that you want to do is feel good at all costs, at any cost. You want to feel good. You mm-hmm. want to vibrate at your highest possible frequency because that's going to be your point of attraction. So, again, thank you so much. Those were terrific questions, as I knew you would have the best questions. (laughs) 
And I think we should make sure you come, like, quarterly. <laughs> and ask as many questions as possible. So, and, and, I, and I need that. I need the feedback. I need you all to write in, comment, ask questions. Because a lot of times I'm not aware of what I've said that, which part of it, it may not be resonating with you. And perhaps if you ask the question, maybe I'll be able to explain it in a different way. And then p perhaps it would then resonate. Um, and if not, then I'll explain it in an even different way <laughs> until it resonates. But at any rate, you get what I'm saying. Ask questions. You can comment below. And a lot of you already reach out to me and ask questions, which is terrific. I love it. So please keep doing that. And thank you so much, Debbie, oh, thank for you. gracing us. Um, so make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't, get your free gift. If you haven't, at arvetmcclain.com. That's A-R-V-A-T-M-C-C-L-A-I-N-E.com for your free gift. And we look forward to talking to you again. Until next time. Bye.